The Holy Gospel according to John, the sixth chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus went to the other side of the Sea of Galilee, also called the Sea of Tiberias. A large crowd kept following him because they saw the signs that he was doing for the sick. Jesus went up the mountain and sat down there with his disciples. Now the Passover, the festival of the Jewish people, was near. When he looked up and saw a large crowd coming toward him, Jesus said to Philip, Where are we to buy bread for these people to eat? Jesus said this to test Philip, for he himself knew what he was going to do. Philip answered him, Six months' wages would not buy enough bread for each of them to get a little. One of his disciples, Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, said to him, There is a boy here who has five barley loaves and two fish, but what are they among so many people? Jesus said, Make the people sit down. Now there was a great deal of grass in the place, so they sat down, about five thousand in all. Then Jesus took the loaves, and when he had given thanks, he distributed them to those who were, he distributed them to those who were seated, so also the fish as much as they wanted. And when they were satisfied, he told his disciples, Gather up the fragments left over, so that nothing may be lost. So they gathered them up, and from the fragments of the five barley loaves left by those who had eaten, they filled twelve baskets. When the people saw the sign that he had done, they began to say, This is indeed the prophet who has come into the world. When Jesus realized that they were about to come and take him by force to make him king, he withdrew him again to the mountain by himself. And when evening came, his disciples went down to the sea, got into a boat, and started across the sea of, to Capernaum. It was now dark, and Jesus had not yet come to them. The sea became rough because of a strong wind was blowing. And when they had rowed about three or four miles, they saw Jesus walking on the sea and coming near to the boat. And they were terrified. But Jesus said to them, It is I. Do not be afraid. Then they wanted to take him into the boat, and immediately the boat reached the land toward which they were going. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Please be seated. Grace to you and peace from God, our Maker, and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. I'm going to begin the sermon today by asking you a difficult question. Don't worry. It's not a mathematical problem for you to work through or a tricky riddle for you to solve. Rather, it's a simple question that can have varying answers. That's what makes it difficult. And although for most people in situations like mine, that of a middle-class white heterosexual male, the answers may be somewhat similar. Anyway, the question. What is the hardest part about helping someone in need. For most of my life, my answer usually has to do with my lack of faith. 
Lack of faith, for example, that someone might use the money I have to give them towards something that actually helps them, in my opinion, and doesn't hurt them or the ones that they love or are loved by. The hardest part isn't coming up with the resources to help someone in need. The hardest part is getting over our own judgment and doubts of others, or what God can do with others. Believing in them and what, acts, what our acts of service can do for their soul, and not just what our resources may or may not do in the moment. This is the important lesson made clear in our readings today around the need for bread, a very basic necessity in this life to feed our bellies. The need for nutrition through bread for people that are hungry. Both in our first reading from 2 Kings and our Gospel, bread is the tool that God uses to feed the world. Elisha, much like us, is, much like us God puts and the challenges God puts before us, Elisha has doubts about what God can do with what is in front of him and what the people need. In our gospel passage from John, it is stock full of examples, miracle signs, whatever you want to call them, about how God comes through despite our doubts. Be it healing chronic diseases or multiplying bread enough for all to eat, and then some, or walking on water and whispering words of comfort to his friends in the midst of a storm. In short, today's introduction to this gospel passage summarizes the meaning all too well. It truly reveals the character of our God. But this is where the meaning and understanding of these signs can often get misconstrued, misunderstood. You see, it's easy to read stories like this from Scripture and interpret God's character as one about that is there to give us what we need when we need it. But as any parent knows, that is, or teacher, that is not a helpful way for children to learn about, what, about wants and needs in this world. But still, our wants and needs when it comes to God are a little bit more extreme than the run-of-the-mill ones between a child and their parents. At any rate, be them wants or needs with God, the satisfaction we get from the exchange with God isn't about whether they are met or not, as much as it may seem. Rather, it's about realizing that God meets us in the deepest depths of our need. It doesn't mean that our needs are met the way we want or expect them to. But through God giving bread, through God giving God's self, God is with us in our need. God is revealing God's character of solidarity, of love, and undying support in God's presence. God knows and understands our needs because God became the bread that satisfies all hunger. The bread of life, Jesus, our bread of life. It's a difficult reality, though, to accept about this world and God's agency therein. When what we think we need, or what we, what we need, or what we think we need from God in the moment isn't met 
We tend to think that God is absent or apathetic to our situation. But this couldn't be further from the truth. We know we believe this because of the story of Jesus. We know, rather, that God is always and will be present with us in our every need. God will be there to embrace us, to love us, to tell us it will be okay. But this isn't enough for some people, and honestly, I get that at times. That in our deepest need or in someone else's, we want nothing more than that need to be met specifically. Case in point, the millions of people in this world that are still going hungry today. Somehow, we cannot come up with the resources and the methods to make sure no one goes hungry in this world. And as one wise friend put it to me, somehow we can come up with the resources and the funds to research, create, and distribute enough vaccines uh, against things like COVID when we need them the most. But people have been dying of hunger since the beginning of time. Granted, this friend challenges me a lot on thoughts like this because I am one of the biggest proponents of vaccinations against diseases. But I think he makes a really interesting point about our timeless struggle as humankind to feed the millions of starving people in this world. It's a good challenge for us to consider because it makes me want to do what Jesus was trying to do with his disciples. To not be afraid or to worry about the details about how you will feed the world rather to trust that God will walk with you and guide you on this journey and to do what is most difficult about helping those in need. Taking the first step, the difficult step of laying aside your judgments, our judgments, our doubts, our anxieties, our fears, and lay them at the cross. Jesus will and has already scooped all of these up and they have been dissolved and the sacrifice of the cross. The same way our sins were dissolved in this sacred and life-giving action. The first step is always the hardest. So how will we take that step together? As an English-speaking Christian community in Bratislava, how will we, as the Bratislava International Church, take us that hard step and do our part to feed the hungry in this place. Let us dream, let us pray together about how we can do that, because God is with us when we do. Thanks be to God for Jesus, our bread of life, that feeds our souls so that we can feed the world. Amen.